Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. The following is paid commercial programming. The views and opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect those of WSSP, Intercom Milwaukee, its staff, or sponsors. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi, and every river, lake, and field in between, let's talk everything outdoors. Yeah, it's time to hop on the crazy train. (laughs) Welcome to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Interstate Heating. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors. Only on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Well, good morning, Wisconsin, southeastern Wisconsin. Actually, all points in between. We welcome you to the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. He's Danny Bush. I'm Tommy the True Newbauer. On the boards is Greg Janik. And uh, it is a beautiful time of year because for you ice fishermen, winter is here. Ice is forming And we here at the Cutting Edge Outdoors come to you every Saturday morning from 6 to 8 a.m. live and unrehearsed, as usual. Morning, Danny. Morning, Tom. Yeah, you know, speaking of ice, I was over at Smokey's uh, Muskie Bait and Tackle Shop on Thursday, and there was ice from the launch all the way out, two, three hundred yards out into the lake. Yeah, the east end, right where I'm at. There's a bunch of jagged ice. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not the flat, smooth stuff. Mm-hmm. It's all jagged, so I don't think you'll be uh, ice skating out there anytime soon. No, I wouldn't go walking out on it right now. But, Although I did hear of somebody in our area walking out of the ice, went through, and uh, I, I, I didn't hear the whole story. It was on the news. and, and lost his li- Yes, yes, really? getting out too soon. Was he yeah. ice fishing? Uh, no, he didn't have any equipment with him. No equipment. So they don't they don't know maybe he dropped it or what but I no equipment with him just fell through the ice so see there are some guys that have a certain mentality <clears throat> that they want to be the first guys on the ice mm-hmm. you know what I mean mm-hmm. same same as the water skiers that have to be the last guys water skiing in November <laughs> just to say they did so yeah um, kind of like the time I, I went golfing on December seventh <clears throat> many years ago <laughs> wow. You got a lot smarter over the years, Tom. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, it was a nice day, December 7th. It was quite a few years ago, and it was probably 45, 50 degrees. So I figured, what the heck? Let's go golfing. I think it well, was two or three years ago. There was one day every month that it hit at least 60 degrees. Really? Yeah. You know, maybe yeah. that was one of those. I had a, I had a buddy that, that went golfing every, when it was that hot, he went golfing every yeah. year yeah. or every every month. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's okay. Yeah, you um, don't have to fight the lines. That's for sure. Was, you know, with <laughs> the ice fishing in mind, Tom, I was thinking about it. Now you've been a <clears throat> professional bass guy years back and won tournaments. You were really, really good at it. Uh, Still I, am. I know. Yeah, you're just kind of like kind of sitting on the sidelines. You know, you're yeah. like Brett Favre. You could come back at any <laughs> any minute. Any minute. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Are you going to announce yeah. that you're coming out of retirement no, there, no. big boy? No, put no, on no. The copper, put on the old copper fit. Yeah, That'll no. help you. <laughs> hey, uh, no. but, but anyway. Ice fishing, yeah, though. Yeah. Did you did you ever guide it for ice fishing? No. I, no. Okay. No, no. Were you ever into the ice fishing as much as the open water fishing? No. Okay. 
I as did as, you ever ice fish? <laughs> yes. As a matter okay. of fact, working I, my way down the list. Yeah, actually, you know, I I had three boys. I still do. You know, I had my three, three sons. sons. Yep. And uh, when they were growing up, I tried introducing them to a lot of different things in the out of doors, and because that way, if you know, they might like it and continue with it, or they might say, "Screw this," <laughs> you know. So you know, you introduce them to different things to see what they like. And I would take the boys ice fishing a lot, and uh, and then of course I had to do ice fishing for the TV show, you know, when I was on Outdoor Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. So so I, I did my fair share of ice fishing, yes, but you know. I, I, I think I said it a few weeks ago. Ice fishing is like hitting your head with, is is like hitting yourself in the head with a hammer. It feels real good when you stop. Well, it is especially I mean, it, if you fall and take a header and have your head hit well, the ice. I, yeah. I, one time years ago, I was walking out. I had this ten inch power auger with an extension on it, the big jiffy, mm-hmm. big Hawking jif, jiffy over my shoulder. I went walking out onto the glare ice. And son of a gun, if my feet didn't go out from under me <laughs> and straight up in the air, and I landed flat on oh. square on my shoulder blades. Now, you know, fortunately that you know, being as I was in tremendous shape at that time and had those powerful neck muscles, it protected me from <laughs> whiplashing my head back and hitting the ice. I managed to keep my yeah. head chin tucked forward. But when it hit the back of my shoulder blades, I just laid there. It was like getting hit by a train. And I just laid there and just went, ugh. <laughs> and then I laid there, and then I started laughing. I was just yeah. laying there laughing, thinking, boy, that really sucked. That really hurt. <laughs> Don't want to do this again. Speak, speaking of ice fishing, uh, you know, they got the big ice fishing show this weekend out at State Fair Park, and uh, Dave Gens is going to be there. Dave Gens is the ice fishing guru. He's been doing it for God more than fifty years, I think. You know, he he, but he's got a tip here. Can I read this tip? He's read, got? read Dave Gens' Dave, Dave, guru's tip. Dave Gens's tip: reasons for tungsten effectiveness may be sound. Our first thoughts on why tungsten ju- uh, jigs outperformed lead were, was that they got down to the strike zone faster, but in reality, they don't stink that much faster. Some thought that extra weight worked the kinks out of your line better, but better, the better anglers already had figured that out. It's something else, and we know sound is something that catches fish, which is why we use rattle baits when fish are in certain moods. Mm-hmm. While people are walking up to you might scare fish away in certain, certain circumstances, the sound of a slammed car door might not if they are in a positive feeding mood. So that gets us to the sound part of your flasher. I believe it's the clicking noise of the sonar bouncing off your jig that brings fish in at times. Because tungsten is denser than lead, you get a different sound. It's louder, goes farther in the water. It's uh, it's why many summer uh, drop shotters have switched to tungsten because they think they think they can get more sound. I call it the tungsten ping. It's the sound of your sonar echoing off the lure. The fish feel it, the fish hear it as much as they can feel it in their lateral line. Then they come to it. Now, I, I don't know if this is opinion, theory, or if they actually do do it. I didn't realize that. I know that your locator does, there. there is an imperceivable sound, you know, when the, you ever hear your locator, uh, your, a transducer, you can just barely hear a little click, click. Really? Yeah. 
Yes, I have heard that. Where do you got to put your head in the water but, by the by the but, but, by well, the transducer? Well, not in the water if it's out of the water. But the thing okay. is, is that I normally run mine in the water. Yeah, uh, me too. But yeah. but the thing is, is that Better. it 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 sound it 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 sounds like it has some legitimacy because you know that the sonar wave going down hits that object and then bounces back up. Denser objects give different pings. See, I don't know this. I I'd have to. We'd have to talk to some kind of like super smart engineer person that Maybe. knows about this stuff. Maybe a, like a navy, navy sonar person. Maybe Greg can give give bring us up a sound effect of a under ping, a, ping. The, ping. like the submarine type. Yeah, thing. like that's yeah, see that's what I'm ping. thinking of. We always see ping. the movies with the with the pinging sound. Yeah, yeah like uh, you, you know? always hear that that sound yeah. when the submarine's underwater. Yeah. water. and they're ping. listening to the sonar and it's pinging ping. off of stuff. We got a, we got a Japanese sub uh, <laughs> 200 meters off our port. Yeah, but Dave Gens is going to be at the ice fishing show this weekend, so you can ask him if you want. You can go there and ask him. See what he says. Great idea, Tom. And now, you, yeah. When you when you were ice fishing in the pre-tungsten days, in fact, I don't even think lead was invented back then, uh, You uh, <laughs> did you primarily finesse fish? There we go. There it is. There it is. Yeah. That's that's the hey, sound. Can you save that for me? I can use that to meditate. <laughs> this will help me with my mindfulness. YouTube, ten minutes long okay. of just this. Here. Oh, I'm the teacher now. What I want you guys to do is sit back in your chair, take an erect position, feet flat on the floor. Think nothing about the sound and the breathing through your nose and out your mouth. Nose and out the mouth. Think about the moment. Be in the moment. That's what mindfulness is. They do that with, yeah. they ring a little bell yeah. in the class before they start, and it helps helps the students get grounded. Alrighty. I also had a uh, teacher that did this for meditation, Yeah. and all it did was put everybody to sleep. <laughs> well, I suppose that's one Focus form. Focus on your breathing. and That's one form of meditation, I guess, going to sleep. Well, you know, you Danny, know, I never... good sleeping stuff, though. I can see myself in a recliner, just zoning off. Yeah. Okay, now we're putting the audience to sleep. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I jump up in a nightmare. <laughs> Drop death charges, get torpedoes ready. <laughs> now, now some, some, per, alert. some guy driving down the road listening to the show now is starting to doze off a little right. bit. Right now, there's just been five accidents. <laughs> You know what? Speaking of what shouldn't be on the radio, what should not be on the radio is you'll be, they'll run a, a commercial for something and it'll have a police siren in there. And I'll be driving in traffic, tired, and all of a oh. sudden you hear a siren, it can kind of freak you out. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's because you, those sirens, a lot of times you hear, can you turn that off? <laughs> so you hear that in the, in the, uh, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, you hear something. You know, I think you we know. ought to send that down to Guantanamo and we'll get some information from the terrorists because that would drive them nuts after a while. Oh, God. Um, but, no, finesse finesse fishing, I, 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 I mean, I used a lot of different things, but I also used little plastics too, you know. Yeah. With just a number 10 or 12 gold hook and a piece of that little plastic on the end. That that works wonders sometimes. Uh, so I, I don't know if I'd call that finesse fishing, but okay. – the the I'm not into jigging for bluegills and panfish man, unless it was go, like my brother would go to Winnie Begosh years ago, and uh, 
they would get um, they would get a tons of perch. I mean, just they that back they'd be hammering them. Of course, now they change. I think you could keep a hundred a person or something back mm-hmm. then. Outrageous, and then. Too many people, Tom, got greedy, and then they've lowered it down, I think, to like 25. And, mm-hmm. and they used to actually have road roadblocks. They used to have roadblocks uh, where they DNR, where they'd pull people over, and they'd start oh, counting really? the people yeah. and yeah. their perch. Yeah. Good. Good. Yeah, they'd actually, uh, they'd actually check them out. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know what? After the break, Danny, I got I to gotta bring something up, and that our audience might have an opinion on this. And they can reach us here at 414-799-1250. It's about railroad tracks, crossing railroad tracks. I don't know if you've heard about this. You probably have. <laughs> yeah, because not, we'll, we'll, we'll yeah, bring it up we to the audience and, and see what they think. Uh, 799-1250 is the phone number. We'll be right back with more of the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors on 105.7 FM, The Fan. the line where they go we could catch more but what the heck who cares let's go to the bar watch the packers beat the bears <laughs> that's that's the cutting edge outdoors hip-hop side <laughs> we're jamming okay. we're jamming out of hip-hop those are uh that is shad rap that's they're from sheboygan i think it is is it Sheboygan? I think they're from Sheboygan, Shadrap, or Sheboygan, Green Bay, something like that. I it was Appleton. They, or, or Appleton. Somewhere yeah, between hey, what, Sheboygan what and there, Green what Bay. What does it matter there, eh? Yeah. You know, they're from Wisconsin. Yeah, and... and they do all kinds of fishing parodies, so they, they're they're very interesting. Anyway, um, we were talking about, here we go, about railroad tracks, and that it's illegal to cross a railroad track unless it's a designated railroad crossing. 
So especially along the Mississippi River, but there's other places where you, you park your car and your fishing holes right on the other side of them railroad tracks, but you can't walk across that railroad track. You've got to go three miles down the road and cross over there and then take another three-mile hike back to where you want to fish. It's like, are you nuts? Now, this has been going on for a while, and and it, people, uh, anglers and hunters are up in arms about it, and they're asking people to contact your legislature to get this law reversed. So do you think that's also dumb, Danny, that you got to cross a railroad track to get, I mean, that you can't cross it well, in order to get to your spot? In today's litigious society, I'm sure the railroad companies are all paranoid about uh, <clears throat> is somebody getting hurt or whatever. But his kids, everybody I know, not everybody, but many people have fond Fond memories. All I'd do is say to my mom, Mom, I'm going to the tracks. Mm-hmm. And we'd go out to the railroad tracks with our BB guns or wrist rocket slingshots. Mm-hmm. Shoot rabbits. And later, try to shoot rabbits. Yeah, and then okay. later, shotgun and actually mm-hmm. did shoot rabbits. And mm-hmm. it was a great, I mean, there were pheasants. And mm-hmm. and it was a great kind of a place to go walking. And, and uh, yeah, I still set the record for being able to walk on the rails for like the longest period of time. You know, without walk, falling without off. Without falling <laughs> off. And, I mean, it helped develop a young man's sense of balance. And you'd think about life and meditate. Not now, you can't even walk across to yeah, go to one rough, side. You know, it. What's really silly. I, I read in a paper that uh, one guy said that he says the only people who get hit by a train are those who want to get hit by a train. But in actuality, in I think it was in Wauwatosa or Oconomowoc where some kid got hit by a train, but he had a headphones on with music blaring in his ears. And well, that's got to be pretty loud now, not to hear a train yeah, whistle not, or yeah. horn. But yeah, and so the, the kid was oblivious to what was going on. He's walking across, walked right in front of a train, yeah. So if you're going to cross the train tracks, at least don't, don't be listening to music, you know, put them... You know, take them off before you cross and then put them on after you're done. But, no, being able to just to walk across a railroad track, they say that's illegal. I mean, I, I guess they're saying when it's I, when private, I started, private property. Yeah. But, but yeah. I did read one article where the guy was talking. I think he worked for the – yeah, he did. At the end, he worked for the rail, railway or railroad company, whatever. And uh, he was talking about how, you know, it's not safe. Well, you really got to be a – a, a moron. <laughs> that's the word. One of the words that came to my mind. Bonehead. To not see a train coming. Yeah, I mean, you can hear them. You can see them. And 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 believe me, that engineer, if he sees somebody on the track a half a mile away, he's gonna blow that horn. <laughs> and those are loud horns. I mean, it, no, it's silly. And and how often are those trains like in a rural area? You know, how often are they going by? You know, it's not like it's a constant like like a like a freeway or a highway or something where or like uh highway 100 where there's cars going by constantly it's not something like that i mean i i just 799-1250 if you got any comments on it folks uh just go ahead throw them out there we're here to listen uh, yeah, we're but here. I think I think all everybody listens to this show. Anybody uh, having any marital problems or any <laughs> kind of you know some kind of problems in your relationships? We're good listeners too. Yeah, and um, hey, speaking of uh, deer hunting in Ithaca, Wisconsin, some guys got it wrong. Now they knew that shooting a uh, albino buck. A, you know, a white albino buck, which albino means that they got the pink eyes, you know, that that's illegal. 
Well, these guys, they saw this white deer that lives in the Ithaca area. They saw this white deer, and they they rode up to it on an ATV. Now, this this deer is uh, very people-friendly. People feed it. It's not afraid of people, you know. And uh, did, Bam! They, yeah, didn't scare it away. And they said, oh, my God, look at that big old white buck, big rack on it. But it's not an albino. It's okay. So they go back, get a rifle, come back, and shoot it. They kill it, right? In Wisconsin, it's illegal to shoot a white deer. Whether it's albino or not, it's illegal. Those are called piebolds. A piebald, excuse me, piebald. Sure? Yeah, positive. I yep. thought if they had some brown on nope. them, you could shoot them. Uh, well, pi- if they're all white, you can't. Uh, now, piebald means that it might have a little brown near the top of the head or might be a little brown by the but back, saw, by the rump no, I section. I saw piebald on Kelly's there's Island on Lake, when I was on Lake yeah. Erie, and it was half and half. Yeah, I and there's all right different phases. Yeah, there's the different phases of piebalds. But, but you can shoot one like that. You might be able to shoot, but uh, all white one you can't. And not an all-white one. If it's all That's white. illegal. Yeah. So Where these guys. say that in the regulations? Yeah, yeah, it's there. It is. So anyway, the guy, these guys shot it. And they didn't think they did anything illegal. They threw it in the back of their truck. They're driving down the road. And a guy driving down the road with them sees this in the back of their truck. He calls the DNR tip line. They said, hey, this guy's got a white deer in the back of his truck. DNR, you know, the guy gets his license plate number and all that. DNR go over there. They confiscate the deer and find the guy who shot it. I forget how many hundreds of dollars, but they fine him for doing it. So, folks, if it's all white... Don't shoot. So whether it's albino or not, all white, you can't shoot it. Hey, that's just the way it is. But piebalds, I think you can. Piebalds, you can shoot. Piebalds, yeah. If, if it's got brown. Have you ever yeah. heard of a melanistic deer, Tom? Melanistic. Well, it's got to do something with melanoma in your, in your. No, no. Melanistic means a black phase of an animal. Oh, Really? Is that what's that? Yeah, what that means? melanistic. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. Okay, melanistic. Melanistic. Uh, I learned something new today. I'm gonna look it up just to make sure I'm not melanistic. That's a black deer, huh? Well, any black animal, like a black or squirrel, any... is a melanistic. Oh, phase. okay, got it. So okay, the melanistic Mel's phase. phase, right? Okay, okay. Yeah. I had never seen a black but deer, I but I guess they a have melanistic phase of a deer. I hear they have those up in the state of Washington. I think black deer. Really? In the state of Washington and Oregon, maybe. I, that's what I think I heard I know or read somewhere. I know there's black squirrels, fact. Oh, yeah. Tell you an interesting we know those. <laughs> story. My brother uh, was uh, watching a bird feeder <clears throat> behind uh, behind our cabin up north. And, of course, squirrels just love, love bird mm-hmm. feeders. And there's a couple of big grays out there. And then there's a black squirrel. And he said it was hilarious because he said these gray squirrels were out there. And they'd be eating... And that black, poor black squirrel would try and come in, and they would just chase him away. Really? And then he said it was kind of funny. When the, when the grays would leave, the black squirrel would come sneaking in, looking over his shoulder both ways, and race in real quick, and then bolt out of there before the grays could come and chase him. And he says to him, he goes, the squirrels are racist. He goes, <laughs> you wouldn't believe how poorly they're, pe- how treating they're, that they're black treating squirrel. that black squirrel. <laughs> He said, poor guy. 
Oh, hey, I got a squirrel story for you after we go to break. Uh, for, uh, coming up after this break, we got the gut report. I got a really good one for you, too. I Actually, I have two good ones, and I just have to decide which one I should They're do. Both so goddamn They're good. They're so good. Gosh anyway, darn good. Gosh darn Not good. Not just any, the gosh yeah. darn good kind. So we'll be right back with more. The Midwestern uh, Shooter Supply, Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoor is presented by Interstate Heating right out there in Walk- uh, Sussex, Wisconsin, as a matter of fact. Interstate Heating is the place to go if you got problems with your furnace. So we'll be right back with more on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Come here. I'm going to eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly. The Gut Report is brought to you by Vmar Cheesy Produce and Discount Liquor. Well, folks, I got a new way of doing potatoes. I was watching a TV show the other day, some cooking show, and this, and I tested it out. You know, I go to great lengths for uh, our listeners in the Cutting Edge Outdoors because I, I test this stuff. Yeah, I test this stuff out. Okay, so this is what you do, and it really works. You take a potato, your regular potato, and and you don't you don't uh, peel it or anything. You, you well, you can do a bunch of potatoes, but let's say you're I'm just giving you an example with one because this is what I tried it with. I tried it with one. You boil it until you can take a knife, you know, a sharp knife, and put it in there that it's cooked all the way through, okay? Then you take it out and you set it on the side. Let it cool down so that you can handle it. And then once you can handle it, you take a spoon and you scrape off the skin. Then you cut it up in, the, let's say, one-inch chunks. Then here's the part. You deep fry it. You put deep fry it in oil. What happens is, is that the outer skin of the potato then, okay, that has been skinned, of course, the outer part is brown and crispy, light brown and crispy, but the inner part, since it's already cooked, doesn't, you know, it doesn't take that long to fry them to get them crispy. The inner part is soft and moist, but you got the crispiness, you got, I think that's how they do it, do it at Curly's Waterfront Pub. I, I think that's what they do. I, I swear to God, because these things came out perfect. I mean, perfect. So deep frying an already cooked potato, it, it, it really works, folks. Try it. Just take one potato and just try it on the, you know, if you got some time during the week, give it a try. They, they And as a matter of fact, I noticed that when they were, when they were just about done, they were all floating then. All the pieces were floating. The okay. chunks were floating. Okay. And uh, they were like light brown in color. Crispy on the outside, nice and soft on the inside. It was perfect. Were they like perfectly the same size? Oh no, they weren't all perfect. I didn't cut Isn't, them all perfectly the same size. Did you tell me that Curly's has perfectly well, the same size? Well, no, French fries? no, no, no. They're not all exactly the same size. They're the same uh, uh, width. Okay, I mean squares, but they have different lengths. But Curly's is like they're perfect. As far as their doneness, so you haven't you know? duplicated yet. Well, you have I, not reached I, a, the I, waterfront level of. Well, I don't think Perfectness. I'll ever duplicate That's that. That's pretty tough. But these were so good. I'm telling you, crispy on the outside, soft on the inside. I, they were perfect. Folks, give it a try. It really works. You know, it pays to watch cooking shows sometimes. You know, it really does. Kind of like it's cooker, like you. Tough and gnarly on the outside <laughs> and soft on the inside. That's right. Just a big old teddy bear. The Gut Report was brought to you by V Marchese Produce. When quality counts, you can count on V Marchese Produce. Insist on the best. 
You can visit them and see all their different products at vmarchese.com and by Discount Liquor, where you'll find the best price, selection, and service at 51st and Oklahoma in Milwaukee and 919 North Barstow, that's Main Street in Barstow in Waukesha. For weekly specials, go to discountliquorinc.com. Come here, I'm going to eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly. And uh, we are coming to you live from the Interstate Heating Studios. Danny, I got a quick squirrel story for you. <laughs> okay. A few years back, over at uh, Sherpers in Hales Corners, we used to sell uh, a lot of airsoft guns. Those are the little, for people who don't know what an airsoft gun is, they shoot little plastic BBs, all right? They're six millimeter BBs. They're plastic. They don't kill anything. They might. They might give you a little welt if you yeah, they hit might, it on the bare skin. They might put an eye out. Yeah, but they could, Nothing but, to worry about. But no, they're just airsoft BBs. Like God gave yeah. you two. So anyway, this older gentleman comes in the store one day, and he says to me, he says, yeah, I, I, I've been reading about these airsoft. He says, I got these darn squirrels in my backyard and the feeder, like you were talking about before. They come to the, <laughs> the squirrels come to the feeder. He says, I want to get an airsoft gun. And this guy's like 70-some years old. He says, I want to get an airsoft gun. To shoot the squirrels, I, and I and I said, "Well, sir, I said it's not going to kill the squirrels." He says, "I don't what what." I was just going to say, <laughs> I'm, like you said, obviously those aren't powerful enough to kill us. Those squirrels are going to take that airsoft gun and shove it up his arm. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> anyway, just it's just going to piss him off. Yeah, I said, "Sir," I says, uh, "This this airsoft isn't going to kill a squirrel, right?" You know? And he says, "Oh, I don't want to kill him." He says, I want to get one of them fully, because they, they come in semi-automatic and fully automatic, where they'll just, boom, 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 you know, just rip off shots. Anyway, <laughs> right. so he says, no, I don't want to kill them. He says, I just want to piss them off and get them away from the bird feeder. So I sold him like, I don't know, there was like 10,000 rounds, and, you know, BBs you buy in a jar, and I sold him a, God, it was a couple hundred dollar airsoft gun. Right. Because some of those can get expensive, you know. Yeah. So he comes back. Yeah, Needs must more have, ammo. Must huh? have been about a month later. Needed more ammo. Letting her fly. He said, he says, I am having a ball. He says, the squirrels come out to the feeder. I sit in the backyard and I go, bam, 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 bam. I start shooting the squirrels. They jump up in the air because it stings them a little bit, right? He <laughs> says, they jump in the air and run away. And he says, and then I just wait for him. Eventually, he says, they come back and I shoot them some more. <laughs> he says, he's having a ball doing it. He's not hurting them, <laughs> just getting them away from the bird feeder. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> And you know what would be fun to, to mess with the squirrels would be to switch locations from where, where you're shooting every time. Oh, yeah. Where they don't know which yeah. way. But nope. you know what? You know, he's normally over here. You know, yeah, I probably. think the coast is. Bah, 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 bah. I'm probably going to get. he's behind us. I'm probably going to get a call from a PETA person wanting to know who this person is who's harassing those poor squirrels. Right? Well, the DNR yep. does have regulations against harassing. Yeah. Wildlife. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know. Wonder yeah. whether they'd but, really care about what's happening in somebody's backyard yeah. in the city. Yeah. But I don't know the guy's yeah. name, so I couldn't give him any information. No, anyway. no, you don't know any information. I don't no. have nothing. No. So, but I just thought it was hilarious. He was having a ball with the airsoft gun on the squirrels. I'm so gonna take you downtown, buddy, and <laughs> bright light and start sweating. Sweating you for information, buddy. Yeah. You're going to be a snitch. Yeah, that's right. I'm going to have to. Snitches get stitches, you know. They be they better. Either that or you're going to get 10,000 air shots. <laughs> <laughs> well, there were, you know, there was a kid who worked at Sherpers that the other kids would test the airsoft guns on. They'd send him down, down the hall in the back room. What? <laughs> yeah, send him down about 50 feet. He'd be wearing a sweatshirt, a hoodie sweatshirt, and jeans, and then they'd start shooting him with these. Some of those airsoft guns will shoot at like 500 feet per second. 
So on bare skin, up close, they, oh, they'll they'll put a big old blood blister on you, Listen, you know. I got, but I, at a distance, you know, the kid was like he was dressed for it, and they would shoot him. <laughs> I did real ex- safe experience one of those blood blisters from a paintball that oh hit yeah me from point blank. And one of those, uh, it was I think it was what what they call it, shotgun Sam's or something years ago south of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I was there in about nineteen eighty five or something yeah. for a bachelor party. I can think of more fun things to do. But anyway, I was up in this tower, and the guy, I shot him, right? Mm-hmm. And I hit him. I hit him. The guy's crawling up the hill, and he's they got barricades, and I timed it perfect. The guy popped his head out, and I drilled him, and I hit him right in the goggles. Hit him right in the goggles, right? Yeah. And I thought oh, he's dead. Oh. But one of the rules is that you can't shoot in the head. It doesn't count. Oh. Okay, so I turned in the other direction as I'm guarding the fort and forgot about that dead guy who's still oh. alive. All of a sudden, I see the muzzle of a of a paintball appear through the hole in the floor oh, and no. point directly at me, and it hit me real close to a crucial area. I mean, real oh, close, okay. upper okay. thigh, upper thigh area, right, right, uh, groin area, but it really close, and it put a big welt. Oh man. yeah, it hurt. Those things hurt. They yeah. hurt. And I was dead. Oh. Yeah, we got to be careful with yeah. those things. Yeah. The guy should wear a cup when he's doing that. Oh, thing. yeah, definitely. Definitely. You got a caller there, Greg? Yeah, we have Don from Skego. Okay. Hey, good morning, Don. How are you? Hey, I'm good. I just had major uh, back surgery on December 2nd, and I always feed my squirrels. This is a squirrel story. Out in the back, about 20 yards behind my deck. And uh, I said, Barbara, I can't go out there and do that anymore. I can get up on a ladder and put all that feed in there. So I said, I'm going to buy this. Uh, <clears throat> it's like a. a uh, closed-in, uh, screened-in uh, uh, squirrels uh, feeder yeah. that only the bird, I mean, not a squirrel, a bird feeder, that only the birds can fit in. So I hung it on a shepherd's hook on the side of the railing on the deck. Yeah. And I got the deck all decorated, their whole rails. So a damn squirrel come running up there a couple of days ago, and he ran across the deck. He went up to the that cage and he crawled all over the cage and we're both standing by the back doors and watching and laughing. He went up and down the cage, up and down. He couldn't get in. <laughs> he couldn't get in. So then he walked back down the, the, the railing. Before he got off the railing, he, he put his head down. He snipped two of my wires and and flipped his tail up in the air and then jumped off her like he said, screw you guys. You aren't going to get me my burpee. So he cut out my whole line of, of lights on my deck. Really? What? Honest to God, my wife and I would swear by it. I wish I had this on a video. Oh, my God, I'd make a fortune on it. Wow. <laughs> but that... he was intelligent. He knew what he was doing. I couldn't. He couldn't get at my squirrel feeder, I mean, my bird feeder in that cage. So he ran down the deck. He looked at us. He bent over, and he bit two wires and, and disconnected that whole side of my uh, lights that were on on the deck and jumped off, took the tail in the air and jumped off and took off. He bit what? your Christmas lights, you mean? Yeah, Christmas lights that I got what? all on a decoration all across the What a rotten deck. squirrel. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> and you know he had to do it out of spite. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, maybe you better start feeding him, otherwise your lights are going to go off wow. more often. Exactly. <laughs> Thanks for calling, Don. Yeah, yeah, take you care. too. Merry Christmas. That's yeah, funny. Geez, hey, we got a good thing to... he doesn't know how to lo- use a lighter or matches. Yeah, <laughs> burning your house down, man. <laughs> hey, listen, we got to go to a break, but coming this, up after uh, this break squirrel. is the Hornschwaggle. All you got to do is answer two out of three que- outdoor questions that Danny will give you, and you will win 
a $10 gift certificate to Bucky's Fine Meats and Sausages out in McGuanago. Bucky's is the place to go for all your quality meats. Anyway, so we need a caller. Yeah, 414-799-1250. That's 414-799-1250 to be a contestant for the Hornschwaggle. We'll be right back with more from the Interstate Heating Studios on 105.7 FM, The Fan. I like big bucks and I cannot lie. You other hunters can't deny that when a buck walks past your stand real fast, you want to pull up your gun and blast and go boom. Drop that on his back, but first it better have a nice rack. Because if you think I'll shoot a doll, I'll tell you their guy, heck no. Oh, some guys, they'll even take shots at an itty-bitty doll that still has spots, but I don't shoot for venison meat. I'll shoot a cow if I want to eat. Yeah, my buck meat is tough like jerky, but I know it won't hurt me. So it might not be for cooking, but that mounted rack sure is good looking. You see, it won't take a look. Welcome back to the Midwestern Shooter Supply. Cutting Edge Outdoors, coming to you live from the Interstate Heating Studios, uh, 799-1250. We had a uh, corn testing for Hornschwaggle, but somehow got disconnected. So 799-1250, give us a call and you can be a lucky wiener. Uh, of a, uh, what do they win, Tom? $10 gift certificate to Bucky's Fine Meats and Sausages in McGuanago. And, and and Danny will have three easy questions easy for you. Easy well, questions. Two out of three easy ones. They're pretty right? easy. They're if pretty you've been easy. Listening, if you've been listening to the yeah. show, which is yeah. very educationable. Yeah. Danny really wants to give understand. these ticket, this free gift, this $10 gift certificate. He wants to give it away. Well, we've been, we've been on a roll lately. Yeah, he most wants people, to give it most away. Most people have been winning. We went through yeah. a streak there where people were kind of missing some of yeah. them. So. Well, okay, now we got our caller. Yeah, now we got some. We got a corn testant, as you Lucky say. corn testant. That's right. We got a contestant coming in. And <laughs> a little later, a little later, we're going to talk about. Uh, Group bagging. Group bagging. Is that like when your team loses 15 games in a row, you sit up in a group in the stands and all put bags over your head? Yeah. That's group bagging. Something like that. We'll talk about that. I got to get my stuff out of here. Where the heck is it? Get organized over there, Tom. I'm not organized. What do we got, Greg? We have Mike from Menominee Falls. Hey, Mike from Menominee Falls. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Excellent. Okay, so here you go. Here you go now. You know how it works. If I'm pulling your leg, just it, just say hornswoggle. If it's uh, true, say no hornswoggle. So here we go. <clears throat> uh, squirrels. We we're just talking about squirrels. Those wily tree rats. Uh, squirrels have a tail. The tail is more than just to look pretty. Uh, the bushy-tailed squirrel actually helps them balance. And in the case of a fall, actually works somewhat as a little bit of a parachute. Hornschwaggle or no hornschwaggle? No hornschwaggle. No hornschwaggle. That's there good. We go. Very good. That's got one. A, you got a ring, Greg? Something that shows <laughs> ring? Very good. Thanks. Okay. Or we could have gave that submarine sound again. <laughs> oh, please, no. No, we do that. If they miss it, that yeah. means they're sinking, going down. Okay, very good. Uh, next one. Melanistic. Melanistic means the white phase of an animal. Melanistic means the white phase phase. Hornswoggle. Hornswoggle. Yeah, we were just talking about that, Mike. Yeah, you got to think about it a little bit, you know. Uh, The word melanism is deduced from a Greek word that means black pigment. pigment. Right. So it's actually the opposite of albinism. Okay, very good. 
So I you, learned something today. Yeah, there we go. You're you know, a winner, what, Mike. You know, our job here is to entertain and educate. Okay, He's next genius, one. Eh? Yeah. So we got the uh, <laughs> albino. Albino animals have. Uh, oh, wait a second. He got two yeah. right already. Yeah. Hey, well, let's say go with the next one. What the heck? You're. Uh, let's see if you can be three for three. Albino. Albino animals have blue eyes, like Frank Sinatra. Hornswoggle. Hornswoggle. All right. Bring it up again. All right. We'll get your information and uh, hope you enjoy that from Bucky's Fine Meats. I'm hoping to get a deer to bring out there this weekend. All right. Thanks, Mike. Hey, thank you, guys. All right. Bye now. Uh, Yeah, they're pink guys. So, but anyway, uh, yeah, Bucky's Fine Meats and Sausages is right there in McGuanago, right off of Highway 43 and 83. Uh, that's right there. Well, if you got a, if you got one of those, uh, Google things, what do you call those things that people have in their car, Danny, that they put in an address or a name or something? Oh, that GPS. Tom. GPS. Thank you. <laughs> Google, whatever. GP, I don't have one. GPS, uh, I go by dead reckoning. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Look at you, eh? Aren't you special? That's right. That's because I don't have dead a GPS. Reckoning. A dead reckoning. It's like, well, I go down here a couple of blocks there, hey, and then I go side by each by the by the streetcar there, hey, and then I reckon I there that here. that's a, <laughs> I reckon there that's a dead end. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, but uh, Bucky's is uh, easy to locate. Uh, they they have more than just meats in there and sausages. They also have seafood too, and they've got barbecue sauces. They got they got all kinds of stuff in there. You got to go into Bucky's. And my kids, anyway. the kids at school have been wanting the jalapeno cheddar hot stick. Yeah. And we had it made out of goose. Yeah. And it yeah. was great. So shoot your geese, breast them out, and take mm-hmm. them to Bucky's and get those sticks made. Well, they can make those out of venison, too. So, well, that's, yeah, that's, well, that's, that's what they normally... That's the common thing. In fact, thing. the geese, when, when the goose was wrapped up, it said venison sticks. Because <laughs> they didn't have... Uh, goose wrappers. Goose wrappers. Yeah. Venison, goose. Yeah, it's all... Squirrel, wild yeah. game. I would like to get some squirrel sticks made. I yeah. think the squirrel sticks. Uh, would you know, be good. May, uh, at the se- at, right after the seven o'clock break, we're going to be calling Larry Smith. Mr. Larry Smith. He's going. In- he's going to be on the air. Yeah. Yeah. He's in town for the ice fishing show this yep, weekend. Yep. Yep. Because he does. I. Uh, he does. Some, oh, he does some awesome ice fishing trips on up on the Petenwell Flowage. Yeah, we got to talk to him about. Oh that. yeah, he does great. Yeah, we definitely got to talk to him. We'll get some good tips from Larry about. Oh, Maybe yeah. he won't tell us exactly where to nah, go. Larry will tell us, Tom. Nah, he'll tell He's us. He's not like you. He'll tell us what to Ta- use, Larry but Smith not exactly not where to go. Larry Smith does not have a Lake go. X like you. I got a lot of Lake yeah, X's. That's what I mean. I got you're a lot of You're the only them. creep who doesn't tell people where <laughs> you're fishing. I got a lot of Well, no. Well, sometimes I might tell them the lake, but I'm not going to tell them where on the lake. Tell them everything, no, Tom. Come no, on. No. Especially, how about ice fishing? You got to tell them everything. You don't even ice fish anymore. No. No, I'm not going to tell them. Oh, come on. Oh. oh. They, they should you should have had a, you know, you were in that one movie where the you played a dick in the uh No. One, uh, you were I played a uh I thought you a reporter. I thought you were a detective. No, I was a I was a, a sports reporter in the movie Major League. You should have had a cameo yeah. in Grumpy Old Men. Grumpy <laughs> Old Men is what he should have been. <laughs> I kid you not. I crap you not. All right, we got to go to Greg Janik's update, so stay tuned, folks. You are listening to the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors with Danny Bush, Tommy the True Newbauer, and here's Greg with your update. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.